welcome back to Stargirl Podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 9, Summer School, Chapter 9. And this is a particularly special episode of Stargirl Podcast because, once again, we have some special guests. So we are pleased to welcome Tatiana, Andy, and Breeze to, from the Flash Podcast to Stargirl Podcast. Welcome, y'all. Ooh. Thank hey. you for having us. Yes. What thank up, you for party sharing people? your space, for opening your portal to another dimension so that we <laughs> may multiverse together. We love a good crossover. That's true. That's does that true. Mean, does that mean that, Liz, that Lizzie and uh, Andy from Superman Lois, they were actually like doppelganger from Earth Prime? Are like you? Are you guys? Are you guys playing like two versions of yourself? Like you know, because on Supergirl Man Lois Radio, we're all on the same Earth, but on Stargirl Pie, because you're on Earth too. Interesting. I like that. I what would your doppelgangers be like? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Go on. Go on. I don't have the brain space for that right now. Trying to figure out the physics of these different worlds. So shall we just get into the episode? <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. What do we want to start with? I think we want to start with the reason we brought the Flash podcast or invited the Flash, Flash oh. podcast to this episode. Uh, not just because Andy uh, really, really wanted to. I'm kidding. I love you, Andy. Uh, I love you too. I, I, can't, I had to get in a dig like it was early in the podcast. You know, I, like, like, I, like, I did not force them. I politely suggested, <laughs> how about we do that? And they were like, yeah, yeah let's do it. Exactly like that. And then I put the jump yeah. in my head. Subterfuge. He, he, he imagined our voices because all of this was through text, and he put a lot of excitement into our voices. Well, I can't do your, well, Liz, Lizzie, I can do your beautiful accent. So okay. I, I uh, thank you. Best, best not to try. This is true. <laughs> okay, so um, let's talk. I think we can talk about the flashbacks and sort of what we saw from the original JSA first, um, and I. Think I think Andy and I are probably going to disagree with uh, some of the group. Like, I, I feel like there's a vibe here that Andy and I have been talking all the season of Stargo Podcast about Starman in particular that Andy really disagrees. So let me get me and Andy out of the way first. Uh, and then you guys can jump in. Andy, what do you think of the flashbacks? Um, so Starman is a major butthole. Oh, yes. we say, no, we can say ass, right? Yeah, it's a body part. What an asshole is <laughs> all I have to say about that. Like, the way you do not, how dare you right. speak to Pat Dugan that way? I knew Angie would have my back on this because I was watching the episode and thinking, so this dude is coming for season three. Why? And why do I want him? Can he just stay away? And I know Andy will disagree with us. Uh, but when the news of Joel McHale coming for um, becoming a series regular for season three came out, Andy and I were like, uh, okay. And Andy was like, yes. And we were like, okay, I guess we can see if they convinced us. Uh, so it's not, really not the same vibe. Um, I enjoy the flashbacks because Jay Garrick was there. Mm-hmm. Jay Garrick was the best part about the flashbacks. Right? Uh, by he was the Flash in the flashback. He was, and then, and then, um, who was live tweeting from the Flash podcast the other day? Was it you, Andy? Of yeah, I was. Yeah. I was having an argument the with Andy would never over, attack over, like over podcast uh, Twitter because I was live tweeting, and he was like, uh, "Jay Garrick is ours." I was like, "Come find me! Like yeah. you can let us have him every once in a while." Yeah, you can let it. You can no, listen, loan listen, him listen, out. listen. Let, let me, let me, let me. <laughs> And Ms. he has Lizzie. trauma from losing iconic characters to other shows. That's the problem. Cough, cough, Leonard Snart. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my beautiful Wendell Miller. Legends did not deserve him. Here's what happened. Lizzie tweeted, and I quote, Look, all I want is to keep Jay Garrett, can we? And I said in folk in caps, Hey, we're not giving up Jay Garrick on The Flash. Hashtag DC Stargirl at John Wesley Ship. And, so and, he brought John Wesley Ship into mm-hmm, it. Yeah, he's my buddy. I listen. Like, you don't come for my, my Jay Garrett, and you're like, you've had him for way too long, and you share a gift of some motorcycle dude going, share with your friends. And I say in all caps, that is not how this works. We can consider 
co-sharing. And Lizzie can, can I even give me clarity by but but give, give give me the following statement. I only want cousin on weekends and special occasions. And I asked her how many times special occasions. And guess what? And suddenly Lizzie was just gone for the evening. I like didn't hear her back from her. Like she, okay, you know, that's Lizzie all she was live tweeting, okay? Mm-hmm. So things got complicated. This is very <laughs> Kramer okay. versus Kramer happening here. Jay Garrick is the child in the middle. Uh, but yes, Jay Garrick was for me the best part of the flashbacks. I really did not like Starman. I don't think we're supposed to. I guess in no, season three not, we're, we're going to see uh, the relationship. they got to explore that relationship between him and Pat and all of the relationships. And it's mm-hmm. probably more interesting if they don't start from a point or we like most of the characters on this show. So it, it's it's actually makes sense that they're gonna bring a character that sort of doesn't play the same oh we love you role from the beginning, but I really don't like him yet. Um, Can I add uh, something? By the way, just so that people don't think that I'm like the, you know the biggest like Starman stan. Like here, okay, so I. <laughs> Like, like, I, I like Joel McKill. Like, you know, we go back all the way to community. Jeff Winger is a, you know, he's a total daddy, uh, annoying daddy, mind you. But either way, I do want to see what we're going to do with him in season three. But, like, for me, like, if he dies in season three, I'm perfectly okay with that. Because, like, no one comes for Luke Wilson like that. Like, no, like no one. Good. Not even Owen Wilson gets to come for him like that. Good. Like, Owen Wilson, stay, go stay on your little Marvel show with the... Uh, disastrous loki and and you know like no one gets to disrespect luke, luke wilson you know no matter what role he plays yeah. so yeah i just so that it's on the record like like i was like i'm just like open for the idea to say like what could they do like i want to see how courtney reacts to him and like if she can get him to shut up and uh, because like the way he threatened i keep saying luke the way you put him pat is like get the car right now and i'm like I'm going to rip that beard off your face and then I'm going to punch <laughs> you in your smug face. You're Ryan Seacrest looking wannabe. Well, <laughs> I have questions for the experts, perhaps. Maybe they can uh, tell me. How long ago is decades ago? And why Great does question. Luke Wilson still look like Luke Wilson in all those decades ago when he was like their squire? And then why is Joel McHale talking to grown man Luke Wilson? Like he is a 16 year old who does not know any better because I was like, what is happening time in travel. this scene? I think Pat is like not a teenager in the flashbacks, right? He's supposed to be like maybe early 20s. I don't definitely not <laughs> like 40s. Okay, because I was this like, is some Riverdale crap right now. <laughs> like, uh, he was like, like why didn't they cast a younger Luke Wilson? I just don't understand because these are the same people who gave Oliver, wi- <laughs> Oliver Queen that wig and thought <laughs> it looked good. For years, so <laughs> that's what we are dealing with. I guess so, because I was like, "This is really throwing me off of the dynamics yeah. here." I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about this relationship because either it's like, okay, they're talking to like basically a kid or what they think of as a kid, so like it kind of makes sense, even if you're like, you know, this is kind of rude and you're being ridiculous, or you're like abusing a grown man, <laughs> like treating him like your manservant. <laughs> I was very confused. And anyway, but I also would like to go on the I don't like Starman side. I love Joel McCann. You're welcome. I don't like Starman. Welcome to the correct side of history. (laughs) Right. Um, Where's my invitation? I was just saying the same thing that she did. Look, no, because I have text messages from you that prove otherwise. So she can get invited right away. Bring the machine. Bring the machine. What did I say? What did I say? You know what? Exposing. what did I say? What did I say? I am attacked over here. And I <laughs> you defended him over an entire conversation, but that's not neither here nor there. I um, defended the- Joel, not Starman. Joel. Joel was accused of Starman's crimes. <laughs> um, but I mean, I think we all sort of had this idea or maybe this hope that it was going to be different, that we didn't even know what Jake Eric version we were going to get. Um, and it was pretty straightforward, considering all the crazy theories we had before. Anyone like Breeze hasn't talked because Andy has a letter talk. So Breeze, <laughs> how much? No, yeah, I thought it was really kind of nice that it, there's a lot of continuity in this and in the version on the Flash. Flash, he's kind of like the mentor, like even keeled, like 
um, reliable hero. Um, I thought it was interesting that he had to kind of play the, like he was the only one backing Pat up the rest of the, like we've talked about Starman being an asshole, but can we talk about Wildcat? Like he was so rude to Pat. Like, I'm like, who do you think you are? Also, they were just all kind of like, not at all like the heroes you thought they would be based on Pat's description, which makes a lot of sense uh, later in the episode about why Pat is so protective of the new JSA. But yeah, I thought it was really nice to kind of have his calming presence and like actually have someone on Pat's side because the rest of them were just not it. Yeah. And I'd like to go back to Tatiana's question because I think that's really interesting for future seasons because in the comics, there is a bit of a time travel element, especially with the seven soldiers of victory, which Sir Justin is a part of whom we've mm-hmm. met. So perhaps that is something that they're going to explore because we've seen some like old school images of these people. Like I don't think right. we're meant to think that this is happening in the eighties or something. Like, <laughs> just... Right. <laughs> well, what year? What year did the pilot take place in? Like the flashback was that supposed? That's supposed to be the two thousands, right? Right, but they they've always been very vague. They're like. 20-something years ago, decades yeah. ago, they're going to give you an exact date. Remember that picture of Dragon King that was hella old? And I think they even talked about, like, how, or maybe that was just us talking, Lizzie, about how he was around in, like, World War II or something. Mm. Like, no, no, they did. They did. Uh, yeah. They, they did. But he's yeah. kind so, of a mutant, um, so it's kind of like the shade. Like, the shade also is super old, but I think it's right. because of his powers. Old, old, I mean, super old, but foreign as hell. Um, <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? I mean, I just need these mentally know. Barbara alone. Like, can the villains quit creeping on her? Mm-hmm. I mean, she dealt with that's that true. pretty well. Yeah. I mean, she had help from the shade, and the, that's the whole thing with the shade because we were ready to write off the shade pretty early on this podcast. I mean, we were like, okay, Eclipse of Wars. But the shade and the shade has actually been more helpful than mm-hmm. basically anyone. Like yeah, the, shade, the shade's like the antihero this season. I don't know what's right. going on, but I'm I'm into it. I'm into it. Right. I was very into Jay being a straightforward hero as well, though, because as we've seen these like kind of twisted versions of what we would assume the JSA would be based on these flashbacks. I'm glad that Jay was still, like Breeze was saying, even keeled, kind hearted like himself on the flash so i don't have to separate well, sorry, that in sorry, my sorry, mind sorry, it's our it's our bay j so you know exactly uh, that's why that's why i was i was a little worried but i'm glad yeah, that i did not have to be so many people were ha- like cause i was like i'm gonna ask john weathership that i'm like i gotta get like i'm like i'm hoping this isn't one of those things where he's like i can't tell you anything and mm-hmm. uh, but he was like as far as i've been told yes i this is the same one uh, and there will be more to come so i guess there's a uh, story coming uh, i pulled up an image and i'm like yeah look at beautiful luke wilson here looking the- and look at baby <laughs> baby star man <laughs> what like this this is okay so, like how is that the same person there's no I way i don't i don't know that, that picture just wow it looked like oliver and roy this looks like party city we cannot <laughs> stand by this it really does but does that also mean that um that oh my god what's his name um I cannot Sylvester. stop thinking about Robin Hood. That's Green Arrow. I know he looks like this, Robin Hood. This yeah, because is... he pays all red and Green Arrow and Robin Hood. No, I mean. no, no, but like, <laughs> like, what is up with that? I can't. Yeah, this looks like a Robin Hood costume. It does. Yeah. It looks like a very cheap Robin Hood costume. Is that not it what it is? Looks like Carrie Elves and Robin no, that, Hood men in tights. Yeah, all of but that's like all of Carrie Elves. That's like okay, all of the who is not Stephen Amell, thankfully. Um, but yeah, uh, this photo is quite hilarious. Yeah, but that, does that mean that Sylvester is also from a different time period? That he's also time traveled? I would not put like too much stock in this photo because they probably did not really think ahead when they right. included but this photo. We do see this Star Spangled Kid costume in the background of this episode. Like this, we've seen this. I mean, it is it is true that we see like Pat is holding the costume that uh like when I was we were watching it's like is this supposed to be Starman's costume? Because I thought Courtney took that costume and cut it up. So where's the continuity here? Because Pat's holding this thing like it's Starman. I was like, what? What happened? I'm sure, I'm I remember. Sure you need a backup. 
you know, like right. You know, that that pad was holding right there where Courtney um, took it. Although, could you imagine, like, if like Sylvester at this age was also bossing Pat around? That would be kind of hilarious. I think that's what he's gonna do when he comes back, and Pat's gonna be like, "Um, excuse me, sir." Like, no, he was like, <laughs> "Sit down, son. You've been dead for something, something years." Right. So, unless it's a crisis thing or whatever. Like, I mean, like. Even with Jay, like it makes you wonder now, like what does his life look like now post crisis? Like, did he, like, did he f- live on Earth to this whole time and then move to Earth Prime? Like, but see, this is why, like, when Pat was like, "Oh, all of them are dead in the pilot," I'm like, "Sure, Jan, sure." Right. Um. Yeah, I, I Jay must have faked his death. He's like, "I'm gonna find myself a good girl, uh, whose name is Joel, and then I'm gonna move to per- to Earth Prime." Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. It, it got me intrigued because it's obviously the same person, but I'm just like, but does, it, does that mean that Jay Garrick, gasp, is holding a secret from Team Flash? Mm. Jay never lies. I mean, I don't... The, the, everything could happen in the Arrowverse. Like, this all makes sense. We're seeing it's a different Earth, it's a different Jay. Everything makes sense. And in two seasons, they could decide that the things that now make sense will stop making sense because they want to do a crossover and then right. nothing will make sense. So, like, like, let's enjoy while things make sense, everything yeah. but this picture. Um, yeah. And I think we're sort of supposed to see the old JSA in this way. We're seeing the worst part mm-hmm. of the old uh, JSA. <laughs> and I think we're supposed to because I think we com- we should compare them to the kids right now. And, like, Yolanda just went through an entire crisis of fate because she couldn't, like, live up to Ted Grant. And we're seeing Ted Grant and being like, Yolanda, you're kind of better. Like, right? If you only knew. Exactly. Oh, yeah. if you only knew. That's exactly how I felt about it, too. I was like, these are the people that we are idolizing, which I guess is kind of like the Eclipso's point. Not that I like Eclipso either, obviously. Eclipso is evil, but, like... <laughs> right. Um... I I I wanna like go back to the kids because we've spent a lot of time in Jay and then um I was kind of hoping this was I mean I know we had flashbacks and they focus the way they focused on on Mike and Barbara um was necessary but I'm I'm kind of sad that we didn't get to see Courtney and Beth like they're literally the only ones left and they there's they had a conversation on the phone at least it was only a day but like at this point they better team up for something. Like, they barely, they're part of the same team and they barely get to interact. That's a good point. And I think a lot of that, a lot of that is because of Pat wanting to, like, caution the kids to not act irrationally and to always go into X situation prepared, which is always, like, such a dad kind of move like mm-hmm. make sure you have your coat because it's going to be cold make sure you have your staff because eclipso's out there somewhere like it's just a standard like <laughs> parent <laughs> kind of mm-hmm. warning so it is interesting that these two characters who rarely interact are hopefully going to go out and like make something happen and i like that i like that they're not necessarily always thinking about like the worst case scenario because i think that's what a lot of like jaded adults do it's probably what the old jsa heroes do they like mm-hmm. automatically start like making those like backup plans or whatever and honestly like it's healthy to be in the moment and act sometimes you know if you're always this is something i talked about with my therapist actually because if you're always preparing for the worst case scenario you think that that's going to just make you feel better right because you feel more prepared however all it does is cause depression anxiety so free right. therapy advice y'all you're welcome <laughs> thank oh you angie it is good advice I'm gonna, yeah i'm just gonna call doc now like angie fix your profile name and just say dr angie uh, instead <laughs> Yes. And Courtney does push back on that. She's kind of, I forget the exact quote, but she says, when have we ever been prepared enough for you? And she's kind of like, we're doing this. Like she and Beth are going to track down the center of the storm. Um, we don't really see that because to, to Lizzie's point, you know, it, all the episode is spent on the flashbacks and then uh, Mike and Barbara. But I feel like next episode is when we're going to get them really working together. And hopefully helping my boy break out of jail. Like, I feel that storyline, like, feels dire now. But it probably has, like, a really easy uh, solution. Like, easy in that I think it should be very easy to prove 
that Rick's uncle was abusive. Like, I, I don't necessarily think that's that's probably hard, but the teacher that was there casually last the same day can probably testify to the fact that the uncle wasn't exactly, like, good. Right. Um, uh, but that make that also seems like too much common sense for superhero shows. Sometimes, sometimes they're gonna do like a jail break it, break out when they they could be like go, getting a lawyer. I don't know. Listen, I was Grundy so offended. is right there. Grundy is right there, and he's like, "Friend, he's gonna bust Rick out of jail." Oh my gosh, as he should, so as he friend. should. No, but I was so offended when Pat was like, "Oh, we'll just leave him there because it's safer for now." I was like, "Is it?" Lucas Dugan Wilson, how dare you put like he's like it's safer like have you seen the American prison system? It's right? not. Like, I'm not oh, sure no. that we have the same concept. Like, do you think Eclipso just can't get into the jail? Like, is that what you think? Eclipso is like, very scared of bars. He's so learned he his just, lesson. Yeah. I'm just not going to bother him anymore. He's like, Rick, I'm mean, coming for you. Oh, no, bars. But he's probably like, well, Rick just got Eclipso, so it's someone else's turn now. Mm-hmm. And he was right about that. Like, it was uh, Mike and Barbara's, basically. And I I kind of want to talk, like, the Barbara part I love because I love Barbara. But have we realized that Mike's fear was Barbara leaving? Like another mother figure leaving was yeah. basically Mike's whole fear. Because I was like, there's a note here, and I think I was crying, but like, there's like a smush. Like, because like, Mike has had, we've had a, it's been hard for sort of the show to find a place for Mike, sort of find what they want Mike mm-hmm. to do. And nothing has really worked, and, and kudos to them for the fact that they've kept trying. Um, but I think the family dynamics that they haven't really focused on as much as they could really work well this episode. Even if everyone was having their own uh, separate issue um, and then Mike was seeing Cameron like, who's the... I mean, Angie and I have been saying, I'm sorry, but I've got to say this because we've been saying this since the beginning of, of the season. Cameron went away to mourn his dad, did a lot of weightlifting and came mm-hmm. back looking... <laughs> God. God. <laughs> Oof. Between I mean, what, he and Daddy John Wesley ship this episode, <laughs> it, it was enough. It was enough for me. You get to say that on special occasions, Andrew. There you go with Jay. <laughs> no, no, I, no. Like John Wesley ship looked like he. He. Someone was asking him on Twitter, and he said like during the quarantine, like he did like get more in shape and so on. Like, like he was even like, when when he was filming for. Episode one fifty of that show. I'm not allowed to say. Uh, he <laughs> was seen working out a lot. I'm just like, is are we getting? Are we gonna have some shirtless scenes with Jay or something like that? Maybe I don't are know. Are we? I will start watching The Flash again. Put him in the med bay. Get him shirtless. No, Let's go. <laughs> not start watching the show again. But like, you can let us know what episode, and no, we will we check that out. The, the, oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the mm-hmm, podcast is not here to do. You're working for you. Gotta watch the flash. Maybe gotta... you won't, but you have co-hosts, okay? <laughs> and I no. got the I got ways to contact them outside of this podcast. Oh, well, I pull their string their strings all the time. Like they don't. <laughs> huh? I pull everyone's strings on this network. <laughs> As you know, I'm every host on this network. It's like it's like each person represents one different side of my per- of all my personalities. So you know. Like obviously, Angie is like you know the fair pet, you know, as as you heard, you know, giving her free advice, you know, go pay, you know at the at the on Twitter and uh, throw her like, can you do the tip thing on Twitter that they think they enable something like go pay her, um, so but yeah, you all should start watching the Flash. It's been pretty good, you know. We had a lot of Flash family presence in the in the last two episodes, so I'm just well, saying. Yes. I think you're hitting your Flash quota, Andy. Yeah, I only said it once. I said it once. You got it all in there. You got it all in there. Um, but yes, the the finale of the Flash was great. See, there was a silence after we said that. <laughs> because we didn't want to interrupt each other. Yeah, yeah, that, I'm sure that was it. Let, let's go back to Stargirl. <laughs> Can we talk so, about how great Cameron is? Evil, like I almost want to see him evil. That was yeah. like the most they have given him all season, and it was that's awesome. true. Yeah. Like, I ship him and Courtney, but I also kind of love evil Cameron. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I I have this whole storyline in my mind of how that ship could go if they would just let him give in a little bit to this, you know? But instead, in reality, he's like, it's all good. 
My parents well, don't are tease gone I'm just a chill us. artist. Like, I'm just like, chilling. Working on my mural. Courtney, sometimes a little upset that I get ignored, but it's all good. But then this one, I was like, Patty. imagine. Well, no, my friend would be like, you know, if he was out to find who did this to his dad, right? And he's like, no, I'm going to stop whoever killed my dad or whatever. You know, like he thinks he's doing something right. And it's Courtney's brother slash, you know, Courtney's the one that is responsible for it, et cetera, quote, unquote. So you just have like enemies to lovers, actually really like friends to enemies to lovers. What well, the whole the whole thing, the whole thing. But they didn't. And so they're just like, it's cool. I'm but they, they still might, though. I It always felt to me like Cameron was sort of a setup for season three storyline because we know we're getting a season three. Mm-hmm. Um, and when Eclipse was a big bad, Andy and I discussed a few times that it didn't feel like Cameron. They sort of tried to trick us at the beginning of the season. They were like, oh, the new ISA and Cindy. And then they were like, yeah, bye, Cindy. And also, Cindy's obviously not dead. Like, oh, right. no one believes Cindy's gone. So mm-hmm. that that's gonna they got to pick that back up. Uh, although I'm still convinced Cindy and and Doctor Midnight and probably the Shade what, or a part or of all the Shade in, same, or in the same lost place. Yeah, they're all <laughs> together and they're gonna pop back up and be like, I don't know, they're gonna have to team up um, mm-hmm. or something. Uh, probably near like we keep seeing near the end of the season and we only have four episodes left, so get on it now. Oh my god, I just found a photo from him from like in season one. My my god, he was so tiny. Now he's all Mike. The, I mean, yeah, no, no, when no, he no, said no, no, he, Cameron, Cameron. Oh, uh, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. He went and like grief was apparently like good for his body. I don't know. Like he went and like cried. Like I don't know. I, I, think, I, he, I really... think he and Rick go to the same griefing session then and just work out together. Like, <laughs> like my parents got killed by Grady. My parents got hit by a car. No, rem- Ricky and Cameron do not like each other. Rick's like, that's going to be a thing because they set up Rick. Oh, no, no, like, they're secretly gay for each other. That's why they're so angry at each other. Like, they don't know they love each other yet. I mean, but then why would they be so angry? Like, no, they, well, would, they would have to how, know something. That's how true love starts. But they would have to know something. Andy has like, a different enemies to lovers. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I, that one. <laughs> yeah. I just want some queer ships on this show. I just want some queer ships. Yeah, but we show. already have one that we've been standing since episode one, and you just want to bring a new one here? We are here for love, Courtney love, and Yolanda, okay? Boys. You come into our house and try to bring another queer ship? How dare you? <laughs> we can have multiple we already have them. No, this is not CW. We can only If you're going to give Cameron... You know, according storyline, then what are you gonna do with Yolanda? Gotta give her her ship. Oh my gosh, she wasn't in this episode. I just realized. Or last oh. week, except for the last. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the probably like the like. Well, I think they've been doing a really great job of, you know, expanding on these like the alienation and fears of the kids, so that it it raises the stakes every time the group is pulled apart more. I don't like that it means less screen time for my faves like Yolanda. And now Beth, who was like, let me give a phone call to Beth. Okay, bye, Beth. It's nice to talk to you. And I was like, okay. And I'm just Thanks, so sick guys. of Yolanda's mom. Like, Well, Yolanda's mom is terrible. Yeah. And we haven't gotten enough. Yeah, I would like right. to see how they're coping, you know, post-Eclipso. Because I feel like that's, you know, like this would be the most I crucial mean, this- time. So just take a, let's just have Eclipse take over Yolanda's parents, and then that way the grandma can become her guardian. Because I'm just like, I mean, I don't... talking about like, would would we even notice if Eclipse took over her mom? Like, could, he, nope. could the mom get worse? <laughs> right. She would right. just get a purple face and be like, oh, you know, that's not that um, different. I mean, Yolanda's family has a lot of issues. Uh, Andy and I talked about the comic origins of the Yolanda's brother. Like, there, there are a lot of issues there that haven't even been touched upon that they can go on uh, with. Uh, but um, I, I sort of understand that they probably next episode as we talk, it's going to be more Courtney and Beth. And then hopefully the last few ones are just going to be sort of get the team back together. Like, we are going to talk about the fact that Rick has no powers right now. Like, he broke his... Uh, like, what are you going to... I assume it's an easy fix, but it's a superhero show. And I, I just have a an... backup in the basement. Like, he did start no. his tattoo. No, but <laughs> Rick... His hope chest. <laughs> well, I have a fear about Rick. Yeah. Rick was really quick to figure out his dad's notebook. So it doesn't feel like it should be a hard thing to fix for Rick, who almost figured out something that everyone was like, for years, Pat was this notebook says 
nothing I understand. And Rick was there for 10 minutes. Like, well, actually, what my dad meant was so. Uh, and Rick is has proven to be a pretty smart kid who no one believed was smart. Um, so I, I think that's probably set up for whatever's going to happen. And probably to him or all of the kids, maybe at the end of the season, sort of stepping on into stepping into these roles, not because they found uh, an object, but because they feel like they be- have become the superhero. And then that, that could mean if Rick has to create his own, like he could feel like he belongs there. It's not just taking on for his, for, for dad. And then same as Yolanda, she's got to choose this. And she's not have Courtney choose it for her. Basically, the only one that chose um, this superhero life was Courtney. And everyone sort of followed along. And now Beth has made her choice. So yeah. we need to go back to Rick and Yolanda sort of making that same, same choice. Um, I have a theory, by the way, about Rick. that I Because I was rewatching episode, uh, whatever episode number it was, when uh, he broke the hourglass. I have a feeling that the chemical went into went went into him, and that he's that's how he's gonna have like super strength more regularly, uh, mm-hmm. rather than having to like turn up upside down. And I'm like, this camera is focusing a lot on this, thus settling out. It's a, you that's know, interesting. I'm like, yeah. I like it, Andy. About I mean, would the 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 good thing about Rick is sort of like in the context of the show is that if he's powerful all the time, how are there fights? If he's got strength. Or maybe it's just for one hour. Yeah, maybe it's just for one hour. You can only use it one hour a day or something. Like, they got to sort of keep that because it's like Captain Marvel and the MCU. Like, if you bring that thing in, then there's no fight. Yeah. And that's why Carol's always got to go on vacation. Right. To somewhere. (laughs) Outer space. (laughs) (laughs) What shade, Tatiana Honda? What shade? (laughs) No, but that actually reminds me of uh, My Hero Academia now. So I'm thinking about, like... I don't know if you guys ever watched the anime, like, Deku was like, oh, I have the powers for, like, this amount of time. Okay. Right. <laughs> I mean, there was nothing else they could do. Mm-hmm. Um, I I have not found, and maybe someone knows more than me, maybe Angie, I have not found any reference. Like, when the shade is in the car with Barbara, and I wanted to ask this, I maybe I should have asked before we started recording, he mentions a name, Emily. Um, and I don't know who Emily is. And the comics have no Emily. Like, I literally went and was like, I'm going to do research. And the internet was like, there's nothing to research. And I was like, are you sure? And I went back and looked at my, and there's nothing. Like, there's no the Emily. The daughter? Not Emily. Oh. Okay. Like, I looked it up. Because I was like. Isn't, yeah. isn't the daughter the one that the shade says that Barbara reminds him of? He doesn't exactly say. No, he, he says, says Emily. He... Oh, okay. He says he reminds her of someone, but he doesn't okay, say who. Okay. And the daughter was Rebecca McNider. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. So I guess it will be Emily, whoever that is. But. And why throw that name there with four yeah. episodes to go if it's not going to come back? Um, mm-hmm. And I thought it was a comics reference that I had missed, but I looked and I couldn't find the reference anyway. So just well, something for everyone to keep do. in mind. There's a new 52 thing. Maybe that's what it is. Like if it, because if you're looking like like pre Flashpoint, you know, maybe it didn't did exist there. Um, maybe I don't know. I I looked uh, at comics at Google and a lot of things just to try to find what what I would have to read to find an Emily, and there were no Emilies to be found. So <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, um, I don't there's think a, there's it's an a Elizabeth. love interest. Because yeah. his love interest, there was one comics run. I don't remember what it is, but I think her name was like Marguerite or something like that. So I find someone named Elizabeth Swift, uh, yeah. and they and they had two kids, uh, Sam and John. And there's my Peter. theory is Barbara is somehow like his like descendant. Like maybe she is his oh. great 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 granddaughter. So like you remind me of family. He's like literally <laughs> because you are my family. Yeah, like maybe he did have a wife and kids, and yeah. then like somehow he's related to Barbara. Oh, that'd be interesting. So like Courtney's not related to Starman, but Barbara's related to the Shade, which means Courtney is. So yeah. Oh my Third god! Times. Don't bring that. Don't bring that once upon a time family trait. I mean, mess into they, they, show. there's gonna be messy family drama in this show because we still don't know enough about Mike's mom, and oh, there's true. no way yeah. they bring her in. 
just to for us to forget about it. Okay. I've been waiting for that, especially since with all the information Mike gave us this episode about the mom leaving mm -hmm. and his whole fear of being abandoned. That's gonna come back. So I I don't trust her. I mean, oh, for obvious reasons. We still haven't had Courtney's dad come back, and like I feel like they were kind of hinting at that, like him coming back eventually because he was like an evil guy. Yeah, we, we well, we did have him come back. We haven't had him come back again since season one. Yeah, yeah. Maybe next time he'll come back with the World Flush Gang or something because no, he's part like, of the team. But yeah. what does what good does he do? Like, don't bring him back. At least Mike's if, mom, I don't know about. I already know he's a douche. But you know, but you know, if we bring him back, then then has that get that gives us another reason to get a Luke Wilson action scene. I actually only want him back just to stand next to Joel McHale, just to sort of see how much they really look alike. There, there, there were a few shots when they uh, Courtney's dad was introduced where he had a very Joel McHale vibe. So just put him next to each other. I don't know how, so I can see that, and then he can go. But we also let Luke Wilson punch him. Because I mean, that was hot. Fine. <laughs> okay. That that okay. Fine. Yeah. Um, she agreed with me, ladies and gentlemen. She agreed with me twice on this on this podcast. And this I'm is gonna shook. be and this is gonna be up on the internet for everyone to see. So yes, yeah. I can agree with what you. What a birthday gift this was for me, for God's sake! Thank you. <laughs> if I had known that's all you wanted for your birthday, uh, yeah, so... just, just to agree with me, just to agree with me. So the episode kind of ends in a little bit of chaos, which is what Eclipso wanted. But I mean, it feels like kind of, I mean, Eclipso looks happy or creepy kid looks happy. Um, Bruce, whatever, creepy Bruce. Like they say Bruce, I think Bruce Wayne is like weird things that come, come to my head. But whatever, creepy Bruce looked happy that the family was fighting. But like, that's pretty normal family fight stuff. Like, I wasn't even yeah. like, you think you did good? That wasn't even anything. Like, <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> like, okay. You're happy with nothing. Um, and then the whole the whole thing, we haven't talked about this, and I want to hear your guys' thoughts on this. The whole thing about uh, that was brought up in the flashbacks about needing to kill the host um, to get rid of Eclipse. So, like, the host at this point is, what, creepy Bruce kid like is he really the host because he was always like as or is that gonna turn into Eclipse of taking over someone else's body because right now if you tell me we gotta get rid of creepy kid I'll be like okay where do I sign mm -hmm. like I, I don't I don't think that that it's actually something the audience will be like no don't kill a kid because right because it's not like a real kid right? right it's just like a manifestation of Evil. I mean, if it's a real kid and they have to kill him, I mean, the CW is about to get messy then. No, I'm sure that they're gonna, what they're gonna do is put him in a host body that they then, then have to kill, you know? That, that they, we they, care they, about. They, that they, we they, care about, exactly. Who do you think and it'll then, be? Well, I don't they, know. They, they will put him in jail with Kale. So. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I mean, I'm sorry, we gotta kill that. this guy. In the end, they'll find a way around it, right? They won't actually have to kill the person. No, it's fine. I can, but I, I wonder if it'll be like Yolanda. Oh, no. I'm gonna give you, I can, it's, I can it's probably gonna be Rake at this. Oh, Cameron! Cameron! Cameron. Cameron. It'll be, ooh, if it's Cameron, there you go, there you go. No. I, I mean, listen, I, I wasn't gonna spoil this, but I'm gonna say this, so... In episode 13, Eclipse is going to jump into this unknown actor named Andrew Babagd, and he's going to look all purple. Wow. And, they, yeah. and they're going to be like, not Andy. They're going to be like, who's, they're like, who's <laughs> Andy? And like, <laughs> and there will be one person like, oh, isn't that the guy? And then I die. So, um, wow. I don't know. Well, that would it would be go. funny. It would be funny. It would be funny if uh, he did jump into Joel McHale just so that Courtney has a reason to like punch him. No, I'm worried because Pat made this big stink about how they have to do the right thing and they can't kill anyone, so Pat's gonna take it. Mm. Oh, Pat that's a really good one. Like, yeah. Pat? yeah. But they definitely so now, wouldn't kill him, so it'll be fine. Now we'll I'm gonna go log off and drink wine. I can't <laughs> you look so sad. Right <laughs> yeah, now. you do. And he looks really torn up, like, oh no, like you she has know, her hands on her face, and she's like, oh no. You know why? Because at some point during this season, I think it was 1.5, we talked about how long Luke Wilson would want to do this. 
Oh, and, yeah. And then Andy brings this up, and that was the first thing I thought of, our conversation of, well, look, one of, like, one pad to go out on top, and then there's a clipso, and then now I'm just hat. So, no, Andy, Luke is going to be fine. Pat is going to be fine. Luke is going to stay. He wants the paycheck. It's fine. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> when Patty always says, like, an actor plus paycheck on any of these podcasts, it's always so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Why? No, but it's like like last like like during season like, seven of <laughs> podcast. You said you know like like oh Carlos got his one scene, so he got his paycheck. Like, I, can, <laughs> well, I can see you, I can see you doing this with your hand. Like he got his paycheck, he got his paycheck. He it's got very paid. important to me that people get their paychecks. I'm very. <laughs> Listen, pay your actors, pay your writers, pay your set people, of course. But just it's just something hysterically funny when Hattiana Hollander brings up paychecks. Good to know. Um, I mean, I'm now just too worried about Pat to continue. Especially at the end. Like, look, do you see how quickly Pat folded? Like, Courtney was like, why are you keeping from me? He's like, but oh, see- I'm keeping this from you. He lasted. Three whole seconds. I was like, Pat, come on, dude. Are you a parent or what? But do we think Courtney is exaggerating a little bit, though? Like, let's, let's just discuss this for a moment. Andy, like, Andy, she's a teenager. Come that's on. True. That's that's true. True. She that's had to. That's what, yeah, that's the entire vibe. And she's like, being all like, I she stormed up. She stormed upstairs. Like, she's like, I can't believe you lied. Run, run, well, run, like, run, speaking run. of getting your paycheck, that was like Rex, like one big scene of the episode. Like she was gone with the episode, and then she has this like big blowout with Pat. Was she? Wait a minute. I mean, yeah, she wasn't in very much of the episode. No, she was in the saved, beginning and then kind of gone. She yeah. sort of yeah. saved Mike and then saved Pat and then yeah. had like she yeah, did get to save fight. people. Um, I do love that Courtney's like the beacon of light and hope. Yeah, I like that you she's know? the staff or Cosmo, as she calls yeah. it now. Cosmo. If Cosmo picks Starman, when that will Cosmo back, get his own Funko? Will Cosmo will... get his own Funko? Look, I'm just worried that Cosmo will decide he likes Starman, and then we're gonna have words. Cosmo. And Wait, I... what is what is their pronouns for Cosmo? They them. They them. Yes. Okay. Since they're an inanimate object. <laughs> So, oh, Cosmo has feelings too. You don't know. He does, or they do have feelings because he's all. They're always uh, throwing a fit for Courtney, like, exactly. getting pissy at her. I don't think they are gonna choose uh, Sylvester though. I think they're gonna be like, "Listen, bro, you were all nasty to my man, Luke Wilson." L- look, Lu- in Lucas. episode one of season two, Courtney tells Cosmo. You won't choose some like you will always choose me, right? And I have a note of this because when she told Cosmo that, I was like, "Oh my God, Cosmo's gonna choose someone else!" Like because you know they do those things. Mm-hmm. So now I've been worried since the first episode of season two. So wow. just so you know, okay. Well, I think I agree with you that they always do those things, but I think it will be the fear that that Cosmo will, and then Cosmo will choose her in the end. Okay, Maybe. I like that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay with that. <laughs> because I want to feel better about things after what exactly, exactly. Angie made me feel about Pat. I think <laughs> Angie, Angie, look, this is not responsible of you. Fault. You're a mother now. You cannot make these kind of jokes. You're, you, look, you're scaring the rest of the children here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to like turn this podcast episode into such a bummer. That was like <laughs> that was an unintended consequence. It's okay, Andy. It, Andy shares her feelings with me, so yeah, but she knows I'll agree. Um, and I, I, I think we're pretty much done with this roundabout discussion about. We didn't even talk about Jay that much, other than I think we you only had two scenes, sadly. But they were beautiful looked, scenes in which he was great. He was great, and he looked really, though. really well. He yeah. looked grandpappy, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. And yeah, we are we're very proud of him. We're very proud. We're of very him. proud of him. We're blessed. Mm-hmm. We're blessed to have John Wesley Shep on both of these shows now. Just legends stay the f away. Oh my gosh! <laughs> right, but he can come back to Star Girl. We, of course, we, yeah, yeah, you yeah. should. One episode that. a season. That's fine. One episode a season. He can and do we know, more. And, than we, that. and we know John Wesley should be flying up to Vancouver I mean, in a few weeks. And think about think about this. Doctor Midnight is coming back. Starman is coming back. You know we're gonna. I want. Need I want a spin, I want a spin off. Yeah. I want a spin off. A spin off prequel with. Especially because we know Jay's not dead. We know Jay's around. So right. right. 
Oh my god, Luke Mommy. is gonna. Uh, Pat, uh, I keep saying Luke. Uh, Pat is gonna be so shook when he sees Jay in the present one day. He's like, I thought you died. Pat, and Jay, Pat Jay just says, needs a friend, okay? Bring so Pat Dugan a friend, not Starman, an actual friend. Yeah, and the, the, Starman is not someone you want to be friends with. He is, like, to me, he, he would probably be like a friend. Like a one night friend would benefit, and then I would just toss him away uh, and keep his staff. You just want Why different things. Yeah. Listen, listen. Let me make it quick. Then we do. Exactly. I don't want. Like, listen. I don't want Starman to be talking. I just want him to shave his beard, say one nice thing to Pat, say goodbye to to Cosmo, and then like I don't know. Join Doctor Midnight in the Shadow Lab, like where? But what is it called? Shadow? Not Shadow Realm. That's video. What is it called? No, the Shadowlands. The Shadowlands. Okay, I thought that was an X Men thing for some reason. Why do you um, want to banish him? Like <laughs> instead of having Doctor Midnight come back, you want to? Yeah, no, I want. No, he takes Doctor Midnight's place. That's what I meant. Like he, oh, like, okay, okay. We take, we pull Doctor Midnight out, and hopefully the owl. Because like, what happened? What happened to Hoovy? What happened to the owl? He's flying around somewhere. We saw him. <laughs> Could you imagine if he's just sitting in the browser? He's like, I'm just going to fly around if someone comes and picks me up. Aww. Look, we wow, need to bring Hootie back and then we give to give Beth a different costume because oh, girl yes. has been stuck that cape, in that yeah, yeah. horrible costume for two seasons. That cape is way too long. Like, I think like, like maybe like, you know, like, like, you know, Batgirl, she has kind of like a smaller cape i think that would be like better i mean just something that fits because she looks like she's 20 years older when she's wearing that thing she's a kid yeah i mean i, I know she likes to wear like embroidery things and like things that i would never wear but <laughs> she she can still get a better costume than that yeah. yeah yeah she doesn't need to have her whole face covered in fabric Okay. But isn't that what she has in the comics, though? Free the face. We don't need to do exactly what the comics do. I think we can. Um, you see, Miss Palander, it actually has to be like in the comics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't want to be a comic bro. A comic I would never. Bro. I would never be. Actually, now that I look at when I Google her, like she actually has like a like a more you know like a less heavy costume and like yeah but, yeah, yeah like the eighties one or nineties. Whenever that came out, that w- the one that has no cape. Yeah, it looks like a bodysuit. Yeah, yeah. She almost looks like a like a like a like like Bumblebee from uh, you know the Teen Titans. Oh. Uh, but a, I mean, but the mask does look com- more comfortable though. Anything will be better than what we've got it. Uh, so yeah. All yeah. by the Browning way, in uh, fabric. when Rick when we saw Rex, I did for a second thing that was. Uh, uh, Rick, like Rick, uh, the actor, you know, the uh, Cameron Gilman. I thought that was him, like in the flash. I'm like, wow, they do look a little bit alike when they have the costumes on. Um, he was actually him. the character that came out better. Like he, he was the of the flashbacks. Other than Jay, the character that sort of looked the best. Oh, was like, yeah. okay, yeah. you weren't yeah. that bad. Like you made the wrong choice for for the purpose <laughs> of the of what we're seeing. But we sort of could see at least that he had feelings. Ted right. was like, so douchey. I'm just like, I don't remember Ted Grant being this big of a dick in the comics. I'm like, I know he has like a loud mouth, but like he's not like, like, shut up, Stripes. You don't remember. You're not part I don't of think us. that we were supposed to, like, I don't feel like they, they were reflecting who we know in the comics. <laughs> right. Can we talk about, just real quick, about Ted Grant mentioning his child? Right. Oh yeah. Could he? Mm. Maybe he will show up in season three. I know that would be really interesting because then there's going to be like three different wildcats running around this show. Uh, <laughs> also, I just oh my like, god, battle for next. like who the wildcat really belongs to. Mm. Oh, don't, 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 don't spread that nastiness into the world, Tatiana Hollander. Yolanda will have renewed confidence in herself. Oh, we, we can, we can have two and wildcats. Then... Yeah, we can have. I almost wonder if Yolanda wants to kind of reinvent herself because she has such a negative attachment to Wildcat now. So maybe she wants to be a different hero. Wildcat and Wilder Cat. (laughs) Wildest cat. Well, isn't isn't Tom Bronson like he is? He is like he actually becomes like a cat or like a panther or something like that, right? Yep, he full on turns into like a were cat. Can we cast Andy (laughs) Serkis? 
Because <laughs> he's so good with motion capture. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Come, I don't think on. I don't think they can afford him. I don't oh, definitely not. They're already pushing their budget with Luke Wilson. Right. And then the, and how the show looks because Stargirl does look better than I mean, we we previously discussed the infamous wake from Arrow that I think they might have reused in <laughs> Legends or something. <laughs> and the beard. Uh that's so sad. The whole flat when the flashback when he had the long beard, it was just it was just like a wig. It was this fake beard. I'm like, really? So, this whole epic origin story was just that he went back one day. He's like, I'm just gonna put on a wig and like a fake beard, pretend that I was stuck here for five years. Look, I think when we start trashing Oliver Queen, it's time to wrap up. Because I mean, <laughs> we all agree, but like, we probably no, said I this. Put, I was, you yeah. know what I will do is like, look, here's what I will do: is I'll put in the meme of his tombstone and Grand Gustin and. Stephen Amell doesn't like that meme, okay? Oh, no. Poor Stephen Amell. Okay, yes, we are at the wrap-up thing. (laughs) So you can visit StargirlPodcast.com for all the latest news about Stargirl. And you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Stargirl Podcast. And also subscribe to Stargirl Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. And can you please leave us, like, some five-star reviews while you go on Apple Podcasts? We like five stars only. Thank you. Yes, please and thank you. And don't forget, we are part of the DC TV Podcast Network with podcasts for all the DC shows at dctvpodcast.com. You can follow the network on social media at DCTV Podcasts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Last but not least, subscribe to our mega feed on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. We also have our own Tee Public store. So if you're interested in DC TV related merchandise, click on the link in the show notes. Get some stuff. It does help. Uh, support the network so we can continue to make these podcasts and if you have questions or thoughts about star girl please email us at stargirlpodcast at gmail.com we will be going through the emails i know we say that every week but um all the lies but uh life has gotten in the way a little bit we're a little bit behind and i promise that episode is incoming yeah, we've also had screeners for part of the season, so it we couldn't really read the emails when they were coming out because the, the episode was already recorded. But we promise we will do an episode with your comments. Yeah, and it will be a very extended episode. Lots of jokes. We'll make it right. a few. Which Andy and I are so bad at. So, yes, thank you to Breeze, Andy, and Tatiana for joining us, and see you next time.